So the first step to correct your status would be, I would create something called a non-taxpayer affidavit or even something called um, political status correction. Name, correct your name for the record. You, When your name was created on a birth certificate, they think they own this. So you have to learn how to create it in a private trust. The social security number is a trust. If you look it up, Social Security Trust Administration. It's a public administration. You have to learn how to create your private administration. So you can start with a church or even um, a tribe. You can correct your status with a tribe, a church. Um, it's called the Shahada with Muslims. I'm not sure what it's called with Jewish people, but they all undergo a status change. In the Christian community, it's called being baptized. So your baptismal certificate can be also correct your status, and you can use this um, to identify in the public. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. Peace and love with your boy, Don Kalam. Tapped in and tuned in with Dream Keepers Radio. I'm live in Orlando, Florida. And today, I'm going to go over political status, personal sovereignty, and um, how it applies to you in the legal system. Because this is what everybody truly needs to know. This is the um, really the basics. Everybody asks me, where do you want to, where, where should I start, Don? Where should I start? Well, truthfully, um, it's different for everybody um, due to your personal situations. But understanding personal sovereignty and then political status and political status correction. Um, with status correction, it goes over your, your citizenship class. Um, Mr., Mrs., Doctor, Judge. Um, truthfully, what your, it shows your standing. What do you have rights for? So um, if, if you was a king or a queen, a monarch, you wouldn't go by Mr. or Mrs. Um, just like uh, even with doctors, they don't let you call them Mr. or Mrs. You got to call them by the title. Even with a judge, you got to call a judge by his title. So what's your title? Title could be another word for status as well. What is your title? But the three things to remember is status. First, identity. Scratch that. Identity, status, and then standing. First, you get identified. And a lot of people get identified with um, a birth certificate, a social security number, um, an ID. Let's say, let, let's say you are being identified with a birth certificate. Are you six pounds, seven ounces? Are you 21 inches? So this is not even a great form of, of status correction or a form of identity to begin with. But you can use baptismal certificates. You can use patents of nativity. You can use family Bible records. Um, you can use baby land deeds, and that's what I've been using lately um, with myself and my children with going in the court system and fighting custody cases. Your political status, it defines who you are on the public record. There's a difference between the public record and the uh, private record, the private sector and the public sector. The private sector is part of the government or part of the economy that the government does not control. The private sector is part of the economy that the government does not control. The public sector, the public market um, is the part of the economy that the government does control. So please keep in mind that public banks are owned and controlled by the government. I'm going to say that again. Public banks are owned and controlled by the government. 
And the reason why this is important to know is due in part because of the political status correction. You're giving up part of your status when you're dealing with the public banking system. You can't transfer wealth. You know, people talk about this generational wealth. You can't transfer wealth with certificates. You can't um, in, in notes. You got to access real money. A Federal Reserve note's not real money. Um, a Federal Reserve note's really a debt note. Um, and they operate off what? Uh, promissory notes. In the private sector, they have covenants. And you can look these things up. Just do a simple Google search. Go to Investopedia and just search these terms, these keyword terms if you've never heard of them. Um, it is essential for you to correct your status to properly invoke your rights and avoid being treated as a ward of the state. You can only control what you create. When it comes to the birth certificates, they give you a certified copy, so you don't even have an original. So you, how can you ever control anything when you're identifying with a document that you didn't create? Um, same way with your name. You didn't create the name. So I want to emphasize the importance of correcting your political status to ensure proper recognition of um, invoking your rights correctly. Also, um, another way to invoke your rights or, or keep your assets protected is with something called an unincorporated association, which is a form of um, asset protection as well. Uh, family trust, that's a form of asset protection as well. It's important to recognize who you truly are by knowing you can only, you know who you are by the things you create. So the concept of political status goes hand in hand with personal sovereignty. Other documents I've utilized and helped a lot of students utilize are, um, it's called a non-taxpayer affidavit. And this invokes a private trust as well, uh, um, creating your name as a private trust. You want to be careful with that as well because the alter ego doctrine. When it comes to the alter ego doctrine, this can give up your rights because you're not distinguishing the difference between the business and personal. So when you're giving it up, um, a trust or a business, if you're making your name an LLC, because I've advocated this as well in the past, but it's just you have to do it correctly. So when you're giving things up to the business, you got to make sure it's for business purposes only. It's not for anything personal. Secondly, I like to utilize a holding company. So the personal name that you're utilizing in the public, you I would make that the operating company. Uh, um, a LLC. Some people do a sole proprietorship. You got to be careful with that because there is taxes involved if you're not setting these things up properly. You can attach a sole proprietorship to a private trust or unincorporated association, even a 508C1A ministry trust. Um, and I, and, and when y'all go to my public pages, y'all see I've advocated 508C1As. The unincorporated association is very similar to the 508C1A. It's just a lot less paperwork and you don't have to do anything in the public. Um, a lot of people t attach the 508C1A to a regular nonprofit. Now, when we're talking about status correction, I already brought up about the birth certificate. So exploring the birth certificate process, um, this allows the state to take control of a child. Um, and I want to bring this up because this is brought up to me consistently. And you got to understand, this is truly what gives the state the right. This is what makes the state think they own your child is the birth certificate, and then the social security number. Um, the birth certificate places the child in a trust in a state. It's a public trust. It creates a public estate. So you got to um, remember, anything that's in the public is controlled by them. It's controlled by the government. 
So with the mother signing off as an informant, while the father's role is usually left off, this allows the state to assert control over the child as abandoned property. Um, when you hear the word person, only a person can be tried in court. Only a person can commit a crime. Per son, that means one son, because you can only be saved through the father. There's a reason why the judge wears a black robe, the pope wears the white robes. Um, they're, they're, they're taking part as your guardian. The United States means federal corporation under 28 U.S.C. 3002, subsection 15A. United States means federal corporation, and I believe it's subsection 13. But it's still on 28 U.S.C. 2002. It talks about the definition of a person. A person also means a corporation. So trusts are considered entities as well. Um, a lot of people ask me questions about the Transparency Act. And as long as you're operating from an unincorporated standpoint or from a private trust, the private and the public have different rules. They're under legislative rules. When you're under private, you're under contract law. And these are two different laws. And you have to you have to keep this in mind. You have to keep this in mind when when digging deep and and truly understanding these things. So regardless of how you feel about the birth certificate, the potential implications of the birth certificate process, it raises awareness where you should look into it further. You should explore it further. Um, the intriguing processes of the birth certificate process and potential implications with a private community. Like I said, we, t- we talk about this daily. Baby land deeds, baptismal certificates work as well. Um, some people don't like to use the church aspect with the baptismal certificate. Do one part. They say they're still securitizing these agreements. But a baptismal certificate will get you out of a state situation. I mean, you got to think about it. How, how does the Amish move? Why don't the Amish go to jail? Can the police show up on the Amish's property? Or show up at their stores and start busting, busting in their doors. Cause I mean, I'm sure there's a few Amish people out there that smoke cannabis. You know, might have some dispensaries. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I'm not part of that. I'm not part of that congregation. But what I'm saying is they do move in the private and they do move differently and they do travel the country. They do go to Mexico. They do go to Canada and they have agreements with, um, the government, government entities. And so they can travel without. Um, having an ID or a birth certificate. You just have to have the equivalent because you can only control what you create. Just know the, the birth certificate does place the child in a trust in the state. And this is what potentially allows the state to assert control over them. And I'm not a licensed attorney or tax expert. This is for educational and informational purposes only in hopes that you make a better informed decision. Now, to some, this may seem far-fetched. Um, something as fundamental as a birth certificate can have such far-reaching consequences. People, people often even overlook the hidden aspects of the system, and it's crucial to raise awareness about them. If you if you don't assert your rights, you have none anyways in this system. So as I said, we do have baby land deeds, um, family Bibles. And this was just big in the 60s and the 70s, family Bibles being used as identification. Um, affidavits of birth. You can also use an affidavit of birth, patents of nativity, patents of nobility, if you know that you're royalty and you come from a royal lineage, and then baptismal certificates. And I'll say all these again. These are things that you can use to identify in the system so you're not um, locked in where they have control over your assets or it can even give you your rights. You don't have to bow down to the authority. You must know that if, if you harm none, there's not a crime involved. Same way with debt. We're under bankruptcy. Um, you can look it up. United States is under federal bankruptcy. Um, 
when when you access your social security number to get credit, get utilities turned on, you're creating a private account. It's an account. And you're, it's being funded by the Social Security Trust, which is the trust is already funded. So birth certificates can be used as identity. Baby land deeds. A family Bible affidavit. Um, an affidavit of birth. A patent and nativity and patents of nobility, and then baptismal certificates. Another thing when it comes to status that I want to go over is there's two types of persons in law. And the two types of persons that there there's a natural person and then there's a corporate person. Either you're a natural person or you're a corporate person. And your status is what determines which category applies to you. When you when you have the birth certificate, you're using the Social Security Trust, you're automatically considered a sole proprietorship and that business was given up to the, it's a public office that was working for the United States government or, or whatever state that you're in. It's a crucial distinction that often goes unnoticed in everyday life, but it can have a significant implication. So understanding the difference between natural person and corporate persons can provide valuable insights with um, status. I make my name a business out the gate though. I make, I make it automatically make my name a business, an LLC. My name's an LLC. And then I have a holding company. I have um, record labels as well. You come to the world through an ultrasound. So a record label can also hold intellectual property. Also copyright my name, common law, and internationally, and trademark it internationally. And the thing being is because a lot of your name, your name is being used already on a national level. So do it internationally because they don't do it on the international level. You can do it on the international level because they're just doing it on a local level or maybe even the national level. You do it internationally, that triumphs everything. And then another reason being is nobody is going to say they're accountable for this name except you. So you got to learn how to manage it. Own nothing, control everything. So learn how to manage the affairs correctly. You got to learn how to be an administrator. You have a social security trust number. This is a social security trust number. Do a simple Google search. Who owns the United States debt? A simple Google search. Who owns the United States debt? And it's going to bring up that the social security number is who owns the majority of the United States debt. It's owed to the public. So on 28 USC 3002, I do want y'all guys to Google this. Look at the definitions of the court. And then um, look at what a person is under law. In law, there are two types of persons, natural persons and corporate persons. When it comes to our private community, I talk about this all the time on Don Kalam University. You can sign up on the OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. Um, we talk about the two different types of persons of law. We also talk about attorneys as well. You got to understand an attorney represents the corporate person. A natural person or a living person does not have to be represented by an attorney. A natural person and a, and a, a living person, they're the only ones that can receive remedy in law. They're the only ones that can be injured. They're the only ones that can be hurt. A corporation cannot be a victim in law. Um, when it comes to an attorney's, do know there's a truth about a license to practice law. An attorney does not have a license to practice law. They have something called a bar card. Again, an attorney does not have a, a license to practice law. They have something called a bar card. Um, when they say, put it in layman's terms, um, this is a true lawyer. So you got attorneys, you got lawyers. A layman is putting it in legal terms, and that's what a lawyer truly does. So, so far I've touched the political status, the birth certificate process, 
the different types of um, persons in law, all right? And I, I, I want everybody to start making better informed decisions. The forms that you create um, create the forms of you in the system. The information that you volunteer to the system, whether it's um, tax forms, these are coming from your state. These are coming from your private trust. Um, you create it in the private and then it, it, it gets used in the public. And as soon as you bring these things to the public, it makes it part of the government's control. The government thinks they own this. And that's not the case. That is not the case. So you want to learn how to truly correct your political status, um, learn how to correct your identity, learn how to become a private person or a private citizen, um, and quit exposing everything to the public sector. And that's and that's even with the banks and the way you d- deal with banks. So learn how to create an unincorporated association or a 508C1A ministry trust, or you can even learn how to create holding companies in the private and the five charging order protection states. My favorite one is Nevada. I also think they got it in the Delaware, Alaska, Wyoming. So look into charging order protection states as well. But make sure you go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam and sign up, become a member. Now, um, all my subscribers, they can come to an event free for general admission um, March 23rd in Orlando. It's going to be a sold out event. So you want to sign up now. But tap in and tune in. It's your boy Don Kalam and I'm out. Are you ready to unlock the secrets of commerce and build an empire that lasts for generations? Look no further. Introducing Million Dollars Worth of Game by Don Kalam, your official guide to the private and public side of commerce. In this groundbreaking book, Don Kalam reveals the strategies and insider knowledge you need to create and protect your wealth. Learn how to navigate the intricate world of commerce, master the art of building an empire, and secure a lasting legacy for your family. Get your hands on million dollars worth of game today and embark on a transformative journey toward financial abundance. Don't miss out on the opportunity to build your empire and secure a prosperous future for generations to come. Get ready to conquer the world of commerce. Million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam, your ultimate guide to building an empire and leaving a legacy. Million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam. Available now. Get your copy and start your journey to generational wealth.